Daniels walked into the Lucky Penny Lounge, sharply scanning the evening crowd. Although the club was purposely dim and secretive, Daniels' experience as a police detective gave him a keen and quick eye for subtle detail. His experience as an assassin gave him a killer's instinct. He sidled up to the outer corner of the bar with Brian on the other side, quietly cleaning the champagne glasses. Daniel's scan turned up three possible contracts he could pull this evening alone. Hey, Brian. Is Tommy Squid contracted? $10,000. I guess you need a little change for the night, huh? Tommy Squid. That's him in the corner, poof. Suckering some guy out of his money. Poor loser, don't even know. Tommy hasn't dealt a clean deck in his entire life. Eh, best to wait until it goes up, huh? Uh, curiosity. What's Salvador's contract up to? 10,000. Unless you made it look like an accident. Then it jumps up to 10 million. That's a lot of money. Salvador Dali. Center table directly in front of the beautiful brown lounge singer cafe. That woman can sing. Whew. And Swade can sure play the trumpet. But I'd have to quit my day job in order to kill Salvador. Let alone make it look like an accident. I'll pass. What about Benny? Are you sure? I mean, does it really matter? Benny Casadante. The nine-foot monster child of Mr. Casadante himself. He's killed men with his bare hands in front of judges and still walked away scot-free. His contract would probably let me and five other guys retire tonight. No, thank you. I'd be a dead man before morning if I went after Betty. Mr. Casadante would make sure of me. He'd probably put the head chef on me. Nah, you're right, Brian. It doesn't matter. I guess I got the night off then. Daniels could relax his shoulders for the night. He wouldn't get an assassination contract from Brian the bartender. He wouldn't turn the carbon copy back in the day following the hit, and he wouldn't receive a drink on the house, as confirmation of payment. Officially, tonight Daniels was an off-duty cop. He could focus on more enjoyable things, such as the beauty at the end of the bar. She had long hair, slender fingers, and pouty lips. Every inch of her body was kissable. She wore a red dress with a tall slit. Just enough of her legs showed, allowing Daniels to fantasize about the rest. He walked down to her end of the bar, placing his hat and coat on the nearby rack, before taking a seat. She was sitting alone and drinking a red Cheval Blanc. Hey, that's a nice drink. Her eyes never opened more than half, and she seemed distracted by a broken heart. It helps dull the pain. Have you done some bad things? Sometimes, when I've had to. May I? You can go ahead. And I won't even charge you for the sip. Oh, that is very smooth. I can see why it comforts you. Can you comfort me tonight? I can't. How about we get out of here? 
Daniels smirked confidently and gave a singular nod. They left promptly, with no one really paying attention to their exiting together with hands intertwined. The copper door closed behind them as silently as they left. The next night, the young woman returned to her end of the bar and placed a carbon copy down the cherry wood finish. Let me get a Cheval Blanc, Brian. Sure thing. Hey, this one's on the house, Miss Cheval. You're too sweet, Brian. Brian picked up the carbon copy with his large hands and left the young lady to sip her wine quietly as Suede played a solo set. Café had the night off. On the nearby coat rack was Daniel's hat and coat. He must have forgot he left them here at the Lucky Penny nightclub. Mm -hmm.